better? Hello? We're solid. Okay, sweet. Oh, it is so good to be here with you guys this morning. And to those online on Zoom, I see you. I know you're there. So grateful to have you this morning. Um, So like Brian said, my name is Hannah. Um, And a little bit about me. Um, So about two years ago, um, I developed some really serious stomach issues. Like the kind that like makes you like run to the bathroom, pretty bad stomach issues. And for a whole year, I didn't have answers to what was wrong with me. And after that year, doctors finally said, you have irritable bowel syndrome. If you don't know what IBS is, just imagine what irritable bowels might look like. And that's what I have. Um, So during that time, I was so surprised by my friends, my community, and my family who stepped up to meet me where I was at in my pain. And the reason why I was surprised is because I am a recovering, self-sufficient perfectionist. Um, So to ask for help, to show um, when I feel weak or I'm in pain um, is really hard for me to do. So when people come my way and are like, hey, like, I want to help you, or I see you, or how are you doing? I'm just like, oh, wow, that's really healing for me. So I had people who connected with me in different ways. I had those friends who were there like my emotional supporters who were like, Hannah, just tell me what's up, be real, be raw, cry to them, tell them my pain. Didn't feel like I had to hide anything. And then I had those people who were my like, just the people I was like, here's what I'm going through and instantly they're like, how can I pray for you? Like, let's go to God and reminded me to point my eyes up to him. And then I had those people who were They're helping me physically, Um, really my family. I was really fatigued at this time, wasn't really eating. Um, So they're like, hey, let's go on walks around the house or get your body kind of moving again. But the last group of people, my favorite people, and they make me laugh, um, were the people who were like, you doctors don't know what's up, I got you. Put me on your medical team. I got WebMD for you. Like, let's go. I'm going to show you all the blogs for all the titles for all the things that tell you what is wrong with your stomach. You know, like the blogs that are like seven tips to help you with the runs or like how to turn that tummy frown upside down, like those kinds of things. They're ridiculous, but actually really helpful at times. I learned a lot from those people who connected with me um, through understanding and knowledge. So I paint that picture and I show you that because during that year, it really showed me that God wants to connect with us in really diverse ways. And so that's what we're talking about today, relational connection through different streams. We have connection, spiritual connection, intellectual connection, physical connection, and emotional connection. And what's interesting is that We are relational beings created for relational connection. And I think a lot of the times we forget that. We forget that God is a relational God who breathes life into us. And so in turn, we're called into community to be relational with each other, to love each other, to support each other. And like right now, we are connected to God Physically, there is a physical relational connection to him right now in this moment. Your heartbeat. You are physically sustained by God. There's a relational connection to you. In your breath, 
you are sustained by God relationally, physically in your body. And I think it's easy to forget that we have this connection to him. So like for me growing up, I used to believe that God was like the God in the sky that was like really far, really distant. I'm sure I'm not the only one who believed that. Um, And I just, now that I'm in this point in my life where I'm at, I'm like, oh yeah, like God is with me. And he like wants to be with me. Like that blows my mind sometimes. This week, um, I had a really, really busy week, and I know I'm not alone in that. And I think what's important to remember is that God desires connection with us, and out of that connection breeds life-giving effects. So this week, um, I have the tendency to go towards productivity when I'm overwhelmed, when I'm really busy, which isn't a bad thing. But the harmful part is that I turned to tasks over people, and I turned to doing over being or being with. And that can be harmful. Just because then it's like I'm doing these things that are actually like soul-sucking, whereas relationships are just so life-giving. So there's this like fake connection that I try to make with tasks. And tasks are great because you get to check them off, and that's like the best part. And I'm not saying that hard work is bad or being productive is bad. I'm just saying that there is this tension and this balance that we need to hold where we're valuing the work that we've been given um, because we want to have integrity and responsibility, but also valuing that that people are always over tasks and we want to honor that. I'm going to talk about how relational connection is really shown in Scripture and through Paul's prayer in Ephesians. So... We're going to go to Ephesians chapter 3. And what's happening here is that Paul's writing a letter um, to the people of Ephesus. He's in jail right now. He's a missionary who got put into jail because he was telling people about the good news of Jesus. And right before I'm about to read verse 14, he was just writing about how we are all one in Christ. His beautiful guys. Like, We are loved, we are seen, we all have access to God together. And that's what he's writing about. And so out of this idea of reflecting to the people in Ephesus how we are all one in God, he says, When I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Holy moly, that is a lot to take in. And it is so powerful. And what I love about this is that Paul is praying for these people, not only for spiritual growth, but praying for this relational connection for them to enhance to grow, that there would be breath inside of them for God so that they can connect with each other relationally. So I'm going to point out a few things. 
Out of Paul's relational connection to God, and I keep saying relational connection because it is like this, this prime function inside of us. Out of his relational connection to God, in the thinking about all the ways that we are connected to him, he falls to his knees. There is a physical response of reverence. Go on to verse 16. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Inner strength. He's praying that there would be a spiritual connection for these people to God. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. He's stating that there is going to be this emotional connection that happens from our relationship to God. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May we understand. May there be an intellectual connection, some type of knowing or knowledge that's happening. But the truth is, though, is that knowing God's love isn't just heady. It's, it's heart, too. It's a full, holistic body experience that we experience God. And so that's the invitation this morning. I think all of us are in a place in our life where we need something from God. We desire connection from God. And like I said earlier, we forget that he is with us right now and that anything that we have or anything that we are in need of, he has. And he wants to share it with us. Because connection is fundamental in our being And it's out of our connection to God that we're able to do everything else. And so this morning, friends, I'm sure you walked in and noticed there are different tables and setups. Um, If this is your first time, that's not normal. Because I'm going to ask us to participate in practicing connection with God this morning in a way that you need connection. So we're going to think through what type of connection we're going to use these four different streams of connection, and we have different stations representing them. We have emotional connection. Over here, we are going to have the opportunity to write a letter to God. And on the back side, write his response. What do you feel like he's saying to you? And just really express yourself, whatever it is you want to say. There's colored pencils, too, if you want to draw something. In this back corner, we have intellectual If you feel like usually you connect to God or to people um, intellectually or with your mind and you're like, oh, I think that's the route I want to go. Like, that's an easy route for me. We have some articles there to help stimulate your mind and you can highlight some stuff and really pray and ask God, God, what do you want to highlight to me? What do you want me to understand? In the back corner, we have a place for physical connection where you can literally plant a succulent So you'll take physical soil, you'll take the live plant, you'll put it together. And in that process of physically moving your body and engaging and creating something, ask God, God, what are you doing in me? What are you creating in me? Are my roots in you? What do you want me to see? What do you want me to know? And lastly, we have a spiritual um, place for connection. On that table, we have... Prayers from saints, you can grab one and meditate on it. Or there's a prayer labyrinth for you to trace. And what a labyrinth is, is it looks like a maze. 
but except there's no dead ends. A labyrinth is a tool we get to use that just represents what's happening in our internal journey with Christ to the center of our being. There's crayons there for you to trace and draw. And so during this time, we're going to have 10 minutes, guys, 10 minutes to sit and connect with God in the way you need to be connected with him. I think usually we connect with people in the way that we want to be connected with. Um, so like I, I like to listen to people, but I also really value being listened to. And there's some people here who really are stimulated intellectually and might also want to be stimulated back in intellectual deep conversations that might be more heady. So I'm going to ask for you just to think about right now, in what ways do you, if you have a way that is easier for you to connect with God, you can go that route. But if you are like, hmm, maybe I usually go more of a spiritual route, and I think I want to be in my body a little bit more. God, can you connect with me in my body? Go to the physical table. There's a lot of freedom in this space, um, and I am going to invite uh, Nina and Steve to come up. And so the hope here is that we're just able to meet God. And I fully believe that God will speak to you during this time, that he will reveal something to you during this time, because he wants to give you whatever it is that you are in need of. So before we go into these stations, I also want to state that those online, um, I just ask that in the space that you're at right now, may you also find connection to God in any one of these streams. As we go into these stations, um, it's, you're probably going to like get a little bit distracted or maybe your thoughts are going to start running or maybe you're like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like following instructions. That's fine. But for 10 minutes, I want to challenge you to just center yourself on God's love. God, you love me. Okay, I'm putting this plant together. God, you love me. What do you want to say to me? I'm writing a letter to God. God, what do you want to say to me? Just for 10 minutes. Just try to center in on that. So together, before we go, I'm going to release us. I'll tell us when it's time to go to our spaces. I'm going to ask that we all center together. I'm going to ask that you put one hand over your heart and one hand on your stomach. And I'm going to speak something over us, and then I will tell us when it's time to go. And the 10 minutes will start. So go ahead and close your eyes. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know. Be still. Be. Go in peace, friends, as you go and be with God. As a reminder, we have the emotional station, intellectual, physical, and spiritual. Grab what you like, come back to your seats. Friends, you can start coming back and settling in. I'm not sure what God spoke to you during that time. 
I'm not sure what, how God met you. But I want you to know that this doesn't have to just be a here at church thing. In anything that we do every day of our lives, in our work, in caring for our children, in relationships, God desires so deeply to connect with us. And it's hard for us because we sometimes think that it's this working and doing is separate from the relationship. But it's meant to be together. And I hope that as you reflected, as you did the prayer labyrinth or meditated, I hope that as you wrote your heart out or planted a plant or read an article, that there's something inside that sparks to say, like, oh, God is here reading that with me. God is here planting this with me. God is with me. It's just too easy to forget. And there's so much grace on us. I mean, it is abundant, the grace that God has when we forget. But I hope that this is a friendly reminder that God loves you so much. That he created you relationally to be in relationship with each other and relationship with him. And that that has life-giving power, like Paul said. So as I close this out, I am going to read Paul's prayer over you. Because this is my prayer for you too. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you, my friends here at Midtown, with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. May you, dear friends, experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now, all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen.